0: Yeah, you blind. Knows you to try to sweet
1: talk me, Miss Garland. I knows you ever since I put the first pair of diapers on you. Who was gonna love me? Who, who was gonna make me feel good? I wish I had a mother like me instead of nice.
0: Nice gets you shit. I got a two inch thick silo in steak sit sitting defrosting right this minute. When you and Guy come over and supper with us tonight, what do you say? No. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Best Supporting Podcast a podcast dedicated to celebrating and dissecting the performances of our favorite best supporting actresses. My name is Nick Kachanov and, okay, Coda. And my name is
1: Colin Drucker and I got you. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, two top-notch quotes I mean, you know, from that. I am so glad. Let's start with a positive, yes, okay? I am so glad, okay? I'm so glad okay. that we are starting with Mo- with either side of the most beautiful coin that could have been thrown in the fountain that was the Oscars, Lady Gaga yes. and Liza Minnelli. That was my
0: favorite part of the night. Oh, it was great. It was just like, okay, at least we have this. We have we have this moment, and like I love how Lady Gaga just she knew what was going on. She knew that that was gonna land, mm-hmm. and Liza would probably be the only person to to kind of bring us out of you know, the last 45-minute slump of the show, maybe hour, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, agreed. It was so joyful, and, you know, there's so much of me, you know, I guess the this, this cynical side of me is, like, she meant to say I got you loud enough for everyone to hear. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, But with I all know. that being said, with that being said, it was still so... It, it made that moment, like, if she had not said that. And I think... It was just such. It was beautiful. I'll I'll stop. Yeah, it was. It was a. It was a nice moment
1: of human kindness and uh, all of that. To say that we are here, as so many other people have, to discuss the Oscars that just happened. Uh, At this point, you know, this episode will be out for you know everybody on Friday and for our uh, our Patreons on Thursday, but. By the time this comes out, i I we will be joining a a
0: loud cafeteria of conversations about the Oscars. I agree. I've never been so excited for episodes of like sibling rivalry uh-huh. or even las culturistas. And I think they released an episode today, but it was like their Betty Who episode and which was pre-recorded right. So yeah, it's, you know, it's it's been it's been a week and it's funny because it's not necessarily a hot take for us anymore it's like a warm take you Mm -hmm. know we've had some time to think about it i felt i was so interested to see like what pop culture happy hour how they would address this because they do the midnight of Mm. sort of episode Mm -hmm. and in true like npr fashion they you know it was worded perfectly and like they spent just enough time on it yeah, it's. I mean,
1: and it it's interesting. I mean, I think the upside of kind of waiting a few days to talk about the Oscars, and you know, at this point, it's such shorthand because you know, no pun intended. Um, for <laughs> what... <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, for what happened, you know, between Will Smith and Chris Rock, and you know, everybody knows. And uh, you know, it. I I think having a few days to kind of let the dust settle. You know, there's there's always the wave of Twitter reactions while it's happening you know i mean we were all in the group chat and like then it happened and it's like here's the tweet of somebody from the australia you know watching in australia here's the uncensored version here's this thing here's that yes and you know and was it staged and all of that and you know it's like there is that wave and then there's the next morning think pieces and there's that wave and there's a lot like everywhere i turned it was as if it was as if something incredibly major had happened in the world in terms of like uh, it was on, everyone was talking about on Facebook. Everyone was talking about on TikTok, on Twitter, on Instagram. And I was like, wow, this just is the thing that everybody is talking about. And, and then it became, it's obviously about so many more things and some things that I am not going to address today because I'm not the one, but I understand. It's like, wow. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that, it's kind of bizarre how this incident has is kind of like what covid what ukraine will smith you know what i mean how it's become that big but i also can recognize there's a value in like the other conversations that are coming out of it you know what i mean yes yes so like i get how it is bigger i guess you know
0: yeah i've been it's like i'm i'm falling it's like split like half of me is You know, I I worked all day today and now we're recording and I didn't really think of it once. Mm -hmm. And but yesterday and even like early, especially on Monday, I was watching all like every single talk show like I was watching, you know, just the snippets of like The View and like Howard Stern and like all these other. And I'm really trying, I, I guess, like you said, it's like I'm trying to. Like, look, it doesn't matter what either of us think about this. Right. Because at the end of the day, it's like, who cares? That's like one of the other side of the arguments, too. Like this this isn't it's not even worth making this big of a fuss over. But it was something that was truly wild that no one expected. And it's I can't remember a bigger story that has happened besides covid. (laughs) in the last like two years right
1: right I mean it's really and you know and so and just to kind of preface it like we're not going to spend the whole episode talking about you know who was right who was wrong alopecia like we're not gonna we're not that's just we're not I think there's some other interesting things like if we're gonna talk about it at all we're gonna talk about Lupita Nyong'o you know what I mean of course like if we're gonna talk about it that's what we're gonna talk about is best supporting Lupita you know (laughs) <laughs> yeah, with the side, like the side eye emoji yeah, in the back, yeah, you know? Totally. So, I mean, th- there's also that of like, that's also the lens you're going to get from this podcast. But, um, but yeah, and, and I, I will say, I think overall it, it's, it's a shame because of the other things that it overshadowed, including Will Smith winning an Oscar.
0: I mean, talking. <sighs> speaking of to- uh, a talking through tears moment with that like it was very raw i mean it was in- but you're right it just i, I f- we all felt awkward watching it at home but i can only imagine what it felt like being Lupita Nyong'o or someone close by or just in that room and how i'm i'm like equally fascinated by how like everything just went it kept going the show must go on it was like this <laughs> is like the best example of that and so much so that like he still won and i i think i said that out loud as soon as it happened i was like he's gonna fucking win tonight too mm-hmm. and now we have to hear him speak publicly about you know hoping for an apology but we didn't quite get it but you can tell he's obviously going through something It's I don't know. It's like I haven't thought about it. But then like yesterday, I was also watching like this ridiculous YouTube video about like the body language of Jada versus the body language of Will. Was it staged? If you look at Chris Rock, the way he had his hands behind his back when Will was on stage. And it was just like, what am I doing? I need to get out of here. Right, right. I mean, that's one thing I think
1: is I, I feel pretty confident that it's not it's not staged because like the optics of all of this Will Smith and Chris Rock as two of the most prominent and powerful black men in Hollywood right now yep. would never agree to this and for what purpose? To boost the ratings of the Oscars, to get it trending the next day? What is this gonna like yeah. help? I mean, I guess it did help Chris Rock's career because I know ticket sales went up for his comedy show. But like, it still is not a reason to do this. You know what I mean? Like, so I I think that is, um, there's just so many reasons why that would, that seems to me like not real. And yet I think pulling back, there is certainly that lens of like, well, if this didn't happen, we wouldn't be talking about the Oscars that much right now, you know? We'd still do an episode on it, but it would be like, all right, well, you know, everyone who we thought was going to win won, you know? Yeah. I mean... And it was fine everyone otherwise, was talking about you it. know?
0: Yeah. My mom knew. She, like, called me. Th- I called her the next day or something. We were talking about it. Like, it truly is someone that everyone knows, and I was, it's just... It's like, where do we go from here, though? It's like... Are, I don't know. I was I was joking that night. I'm like I'm waiting for the Oprah interview. I'm oh, like, were you silent or where you sigh, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> but is that coming? I mean, I know everyone's gonna tune into like Red Table Talk. Uh-huh. You know. I think like it's on. It's fine. It's kind of interesting that like Jada and Chris are probably the two that benefited the most, quote unquote, from it. I guess because but and Will. I don't know. I don't know what's to become of him. I predict he won't work for a while. He's just going to lay low. And eventually he'll be incorporated back into the public and everything will be fine. What do you think? What's what's the long I think game for him? I think if you look at or a short game, I think if you look at yeah. it as a
1: narrative, you know, if we, if you if we look at this more as fiction, just as a way to, like, think about it, let's put a framework on it. It's it's kind of fascinating and, and tragic that here is this guy who has yeah. been working his way up in the entertainment industry and to be considered a legitimate pro- actor and has been, you know, to this is the, the apex of what he's been working towards for decades, you know, and from going from a music career to being on television to being in movies to being in serious movies and the, the brand that this guy has created and the, you know, it, and and regardless of whether or not he's an ego monster or whatever, I don't care. I'm, all of them are. We're at the Oscars. This is all just a big yeah. ego parade. So let's just assume everybody there has an ego. And so I, I think there is something, you know, it's interesting when he was, when Will was giving his, his acceptance speech, you know, and like, mm-hmm. I thought there's Denzel Washington in the audience, you know, who is like reached this pinnacle who's kind of like set that bar in a way people would say oh that would be you think of you know in terms of like prestige black actors in hollywood you think of morgan freeman you think of Sidney poitier you think of denzel washington you know yeah. and and it's kind of they are kind of setting the the place for like where Will is rising to. And even like Samuel Jackson in the audience with an Oscar, you know what yeah. I mean? So there is this sense of like the rank that Will is rising to and at them, like right at the edge of like having that moment, having that win, you know, with the Williams sisters in the audience, with Venus's nipple hanging out, you know, like to have all of that right there. And then for this to happen, I don't lay this at his foot of like, and then he fucked it all up. It's, there's something to be really dramatic about it. Shakespearean about it. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, when, when he quotes Denzel, who just played Macbeth to say like the devil comes for you right when you're, you know, right at the top or whatever the quote was. It it then starts to feel like, God, this room full of writers and directors and actors are really putting on an incredible narrative. You know what I mean? Yes. And I'm not saying it's staged. I'm just saying if you look at it as a narrative and there is Jada sitting there like the queen of the Oscars right in the center. Will and Jada are seated there like, you know, uh, Macbeth and Lady Macbeth for, you know, lack of a better description. You yeah. know, the, but the king and the queen are seated right there. There's so much about this you know what I mean. Just say nothing of best supporting Lupita Nyong'o. I just—I know, Lady McDuff. Lady I McDuff, was just going to say, bring you. her in. Thank you, Lady,
0: bring <laughs> her in. But nobody
1: kills her, you know. And yeah, and so that's you know. And then I like. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Nicole Kidman's like Rosencrantz or Gildenstern. You know what I mean? Like she's one of those. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah.
0: She's the dramatic mask. Yeah. Like the smile and the <laughs> totally. frown. Like that photo of Like her. that picture where like finally we got a, a facial expression from call. But did you hear that it wasn't be- after the slap? Like it, the photographer oh, that was just told a, us that yeah Yeah, it was when she saw, like, Jessica Chastain from across the room. I don't even know if it—maybe it's when she won, or I can't remember. But it wasn't that. All right. But I remember seeing that picture of Nicole, and I was like, oh! Like, it just decided—it kind of, like, validated how shocking it actually felt in
1: the moment. But it was just kind of appropriated. It wasn't real. yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and, you know, there's – and there's so much more. The idea that, like, Will initially laughed at the joke and Jada didn't. And, and so there's, like – there's all of that narrative, too, of, like, what happened in that moment that we didn't see on camera? And it's not even my business. I mean, it's – maybe we'll know from that Oprah interview, but I guess th- – this now being a warm take and not a hot take that's where i kind of landed with this was like wow in terms of like an e true hollywood story or you know in terms of a narrative this is really wild this is such a wild thing to have happen and then for chris rock to be like even that that like chris rock was the instigator of this and, and i don't know it's like there's so much about it that it's just so charged and I you know there I, I don't know it's just it's it's interesting and it's tragic and I don't know what's going to happen next with Will but considering the incredible PR team he had leading up to the Oscars he's the best equipped and how to spin this
0: yeah I mean a couple of things I want to talk about his PR team in a second so put a pin yes in there. of course not that I know them yeah. by name but that's that's gonna help me remember Chris Rock like I, I we have to talk about that sort I mean literally a face journey. A face that got slapped journey after all Uh of this happened. And the way that his like jaw almost looks like it shifted over and how he's desperately trying to come out of he was like in a fog and like him like someone said, I don't know what movie that like the punchline was, but it's like I haven't seen Chris Rock act that well since blankety blank, some movie or something like that or put out a performance that inspiring. It was it was yet another joke, yeah. of course. But um, I, I don't know what I would have done what I've done in like the way that he says, like, and now it's time to give out a documentary. I mean, an Os- an Oscar it's just like like the stuttering it was again part of this performance or this like entertainment that we're talking about that was put on it's just like all the pieces are so even though it wasn't staged like carefully placed you could not write something like this exactly
1: exactly cuz that you're totally right then there's chris rock having to recover and that complex journey and and it was he did very well but in a way that was like this feels too perfect in in terms of the 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 coliseum show that we're watching right now you know
0: yeah and i think i mean what's you know can you imagine that meeting the next day or even that night his pr team and just like trying to figure out i really feel this is just like i guess this is like a hot take on because i really haven't put that much thought into like what I would do, I guess, I guess maybe I have, but I feel like he has to apologize and like really apologize. Like, I think he needs to have, like, if we get the Oprah interview, like, I think he has to like, tell us everything that went that led up to that moment and be like super raw and he just released a book too like it's so fascinating because my friend Neha who came over to watch the Oscars has been recommending recommending it to us for like weeks she's like it's so good like I just love him and like the stories he told and like I and so we were all rooting and she was like devastated when it all happened you know she was just like I it's like we were duped
1: Yeah, well, and and there's that too, right, that he has been in leading up to this. He's, you know, every time I'd open the news app on my phone, there was like a Will Smith section, you know, and like Mm -hmm. he had like this show on YouTube about his like transformation, you know, when he was doing that and and the book and the book being timed with the Oscars and like it's outside of this moment, it is the most well-crafted. It's like a Kris Jenner level, you know, of like crafting your PR, you know, journey. Your, you know, it's just he. It's like he's quote unquote doing all the right things, and mm-hmm. I think it's almost like, and for all the people to have done this, someone who has been and more or less maintaining a great reputation, you know, among fans. Otherwise, you know, there's been the stories yeah. about Jada and whatnot, but that's not. It, everyone has stories, but there's never been like, oh man, cancel Will Smith, you know. And mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. just of all the people to do this, you know, it it's so unfortunate.
0: Yeah, it's it also is just like he'll be okay. I he's mean, he's gonna be fine.
1: <laughs> that, I think that's the important point to land on is like also Will's gonna be fine.
0: Yeah, he's got his Oscar. He's got his family. Yeah, he's 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 healthy and he's rich. So it's like, what else? Yeah, he could. What do you He need? could
1: put his feet up. And do Ungats yeah. for the rest of his life and be more than fine. So there is
0: also that thing of like, I'm not worried about Will, you know? Yeah, but I am interested to know what the next chapter is. So I guess, well, I feel like this will be like a, you know, not a recurring weekly segment, but I feel like, you know, within time, we'll probably touch upon it again. Who knows when that'll be? Do you think there'll be there will be an interview? Of some sort maybe not with oprah but do you think there will be a you know an abc special
1: oh i absolutely do i and i think it will be with either oprah or it will most likely oprah i think that it doesn't make any for so many reasons especially like they can get into the narrative about black women's hair they can talk about all i think that would be the appropriate conversation though you know it's interesting i i think jada would also be in that interview though at some point, I think that she'd have to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And maybe Chris Rock is separate because it's you know, he's he's the key player. Really. I, I, I just want to read this text really quick. I think you got it. I too did. In the chat. It seemed to be perfect timing. Please read. <laughs> I know. yeah. So Jody, best supporting Jody from our group chat says heating up for Will. According to CNN, the Academy asked him to leave. The statement claims that Smith was asked to leave and uh, asked to leave the ceremony after the incidents and refused. So there's that to all those people that, myself included, were like, why wasn't he just taken out? Like, Kanye was taken out and, like, banned from, like, the MTV movie or Music Awards. At least that's what TikTok says. Right. Um, so, like, what makes a difference? Wow. I don't know. But I but there's that. He was asked. And what are you going to do?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's because then I think, it's, you know. It, that's a kerfuffle. Right. And now you're talking about just, like, also the, like the power of celebrity. You know what I mean? Like we, the power of celebrities and like, you know, I feel like we've maybe talked about this before is like, here we are with a podcast called best supporting podcast, all about essentially celebrities, but we're talking about what they do, you know, like we're talking about the work, Mm -hmm. but you know, you know, we want to do the work, you know, but there is like that a whole other tangent of like the fact that because Will Smith is a movie star because he has a lot of money that, that somehow gives him a different set of rules, you know? And that's true for him yeah. and, you know, m- many
0: other people in that room, to be clear. Oh God, there's so many things that are still going through my head. I can you imagine being in that control room? Not to mention that this year's Oscars were produced by an all-black like production team. Like Will Packer, who produced the I almost said the podcast, the Oscars. Like, it just adds to the layers of this, like, (laughs) this onion of a story that's just like, because I'm thinking about this, like, say it cuts to commercial, you know, and in that, like, three minutes, four minutes that they have to, like, figure out the Will Smith situation, asking him to leave, he says he's not going, you know, having to make those decisions, because if you are then coming back to the show and you don't have a show to put on in front of the camera what do you do right right I mean I, I guess you it, it would just raise more suspicion of like oh my gosh it's fascinating yeah it really I mean it
1: it I think the one thing to say from even like kind of pulling back the lens you're looking at it is like mm-hmm. as Chris Rock said it was you know the greatest moment in television and maybe not the greatest but we witnessed something that people will talk about Four years that we will see in compilations and in and reviews of Oscar moments and, yeah. and, and you know, uh, infamous fights and blah, blah, blah. This was a thing that we were present for as it happened. And it's never going to go away. The I mean, how many times has this ever happened at the Oscars, you know? And more yeah. often than not, the last couple of years, certainly, they've been duds. And so there is that weird, fucked up Hollywood lens of, like, all publicity is good publicity where, like— there are some people, you know, in, in terms of in the in the production or whatever of the Oscars, maybe not this specific production team, but there are some people who are like, "Yes, we are back on." You know what I mean?
0: I see. I see. There yes. are monsters
1: in that. You know, in in that uh, in that mix. You know, and I think there's there's that lens too. You know, I think it's so interesting the Oscars because it is just like this big, glitzy, shiny celebration of, like, a very dirty industry, you know, full of ego, egomaniacs and, like, you know, uh, just horror stories of how people are treated and, and demands and whatnot. It's, like, it's all so romanticized and has been romanticized from the very beginning and, like, little moments like this also give us a glimpse of, like, oh, yeah, it's none of what they were trying to pretend it is.
0: Yeah. And... It's, like, I, like to your point, like, people could say, you know, really looking through the darkest of lenses, like, no, no, keep him here. We don't want him to go. We want that speech. Yeah, we, we need mm-hmm. that moment. We need that moment, uh-huh. And, like, watching some people, like, give him a standing ovation. And some people were seated. I think Javier Bardem was still seated. Mm. I'm almost positive. And, like, who they decide to show in that moment and how Anjanu uh, Ellis, like, it was like one of the first people to give him a standing oh, and I'm just like oh my god, how, what is she f- feeling at this moment? Right, um, it's like operatic, like you said, like Shakespearean, right? Impact in terms of, of the
1: characters in the room, and you know, even Venus and Serena being up in the balcony, this like cameo of the Williams princesses. You know, it's like there's just so many elements of this where it's just like wow, wow,
0: Bethany, wow, wow. Wow! Wow! Indeed. Yeah. Huh. Well, we might, you know, we might circle back to Will, but um, I'm sure he'll, you know, and another thing I'll th- I'll say in like 30 minutes from now, but I maybe now would be a good time to talk about our hosts. The yeah, women. I think. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Go for You're it. You're right. I think it. I. You know, we
1: said we're not going to spend the whole episode talking about Will. We spend 20 more minutes talking about it, but here we are. Uh, the hosts. I okay so i do feel like some were more successful than others sure yeah and i think that oh my god there's like so many things because it's like amy schumer's kind of opening monologue was really funny and she it was killed it
0: solid
1: and solid and then you know people were like well she stole this joke from twitter and she stole that joke yep, from twitter I and that i'm like too. oh we can't have anything we can't have anything And so, you know, I'm of mixed feelings about that. But in in the moment, it was very funny, you know?
0: Just the one joke that I remember is like, at long last, we get like a biopic film about the Serena's, or excuse me, the Williams sister's father. Like the way that that was delivered. right. I was just like, ugh, it, it was heaven. And I, you know, I looked at everyone in the room. I was like, I kind of just wish it was her hosting. And this is nothing to take away from the other two as well. Like, I'm always excited to see Regina Hall as well. Like, I think she had the weakest bits. And I, you know, I'm trying to like replay that in my mind. It's like either she undercommitted Or it was just like cringe from the start and she knew it, you know what I mean? But like it kind of worked and people were kind of laughing. So I was like, all right, well, she's doing the best that she can.
1: I think that Wanda Sykes or Amy Schumer could have done this on their own. Because I think that they, like in the beginning, like it it felt like a a weird improv sketch where like they were like, oh, is it my turn? Is it my turn? And I think, you know, on their own, I think Amy or Wanda seemed to do better. I, the one thing I had missed was the pre-tape thing where Wanda went to the museum. I, I heard that was good and I missed it because I...
0: It was good, actually. Yeah, yeah. It was one of her most... I, I feel like she was nervous with the teleprompter. Yeah. Like I feel like she wasn't paying attention. Something was going... I mean, I'm sure I would be a wreck if I was hosting the Oscars, but um, I don't know. I just like thought she would, she would be the least of my worries, I guess.
1: Amy was the most solid of the night. Wanda, from what I saw, was fine. And Regina, I, I love her, but, like, that whole COVID test thing and the patent down of, whatever, James Brolin and Jason Momoa, I, after a while, I was like, I am not trying to be that person. But I just feel like this has been going on for a while, and I'm really surprised we're doing jokes like this when like just in general yeah. we're we're kind of moving away from this shit but like i don't know i just had to be like i i'm sorry this is this is kind of uncomfortable like i don't know and i'm and i'm not saying that they didn't know it was going to happen or whatnot. i just it just felt weird and i just felt like i don't know girl i don't know and this, this wasn't your
0: idea but like whose idea was it <laughs> yeah because i'm assuming you can't really rehearse something like that. Maybe they did. Maybe they talked to Timothy and Jason and like, and the rest of the crew up there and said like, or they just told them like, you're gonna do this bit, just go on stage, she'll fill you up and goodbye. Like, was that rehearsed? Because it didn't seem like it was. I was like, okay, yeah, it, it, it lasted too long. I think we could have, out of all the like the genius minds in that writing room, like I feel like we could have done something else.
1: It feels like award shows are so big and have so much budget and are such a expected to have such a huge audience that, like, why is it just a standard thing that, like, the writing usually sucks? You know what I mean? Like, why yeah. why is it just kind of like, oh, well, you know, that restaurant, it's really expensive, but, man, the salad bar is a swamp.
0: Why do we just accept that, you know? Yeah, and, like, I think the worst writing almost consistently across the board for every award show is, like, Presenter banter, right? Unless you have like Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like then, and I'll I know it might maybe not might not be your for, uh, first choice, but I I'll throw in like a um a oh my goodness a Will Ferrell in there, someone from SNL. Like mm-hmm. I trust them, or Steve Carell will say maybe a better version of that. Um, but yeah, there's nothing worse than awful banter. Oh my gosh, do you remember? <laughs> Tracy Ellis Ross and Sean Mendez oh, did you see that it was like Sean was a corpse yes a corpse it was like i just don't look at her boobs just don't look at her boobs just don't look at her boobs
1: just don't look at her boobs <laughs> you know i mean they were out they, they were out they were. it was like yeah i uh get yeah, that was very strange he was giving her absolutely nothing and and it's things like that where why don't you just get present why do you why do we have to get presenters who can't present why do you have extreme sports guys like tony hawk and kelly slater presenting it's not good we know
0: this and even the whole like at the beginning they're like starring and then they listed like 85 names and it almost reminds me like the macy's day parade when they're like coming up selena gomez you know Mm -hmm. what i mean to like really get the kids back in the room I just felt like it was I was being pan like I don't know it was it wasn't patronizing I don't know what word I'm trying to think of but like I see what you're doing I don't need Sean Mendez like give me Tracy Ellis Ross and like I don't know someone else that could like match that energy cuz Tracy was just like you have Tracy Ellis Ross and and you give her Sean Mendez yeah what's the goal there yeah and like what is the, I guess that is the question of like
1: that the idea of being a presenter at the Oscars if it's not kind of the idea that like, you know, the the previous best supporting actor presents the, new, the next best supporting actress, yeah. like there must be some element as well of like people's PR people like getting someone this opportunity. Like this must be considered like not like the Oscars are like, man, who do we want to get? Like there's got to be like a petitioning or a, a something. You know what I mean? There has to be a business to like who gets to be a oh, presenter yeah. at the Oscars, you know?
0: Yeah, it reminds me of, like, uh, like guest judges on Drag Race. Like, sometimes you get, like, you know, who's a great guest judge on Drag Race? I'm trying to think of someone. Uh, Jennifer Tilly
1: doesn't get any better than
0: that. (laughs) And then you get, like, some young girl or model that everyone else knows Megan Trainor we don't know because we're old now. Yeah, yeah I mean yeah Megan Trainer in a hoodie or um who was the one girl from like the Hills that TV show or uh, Aubrey Aubrey O'Day. Uh, Aubrey she O'Day was a monster? Was she from the Hills? I don't no, know. Yeah, that, she was terrible.
1: Yeah, that was like Lauren Conrad, but I don't think she was a guest a guest judge. Oh ever. yeah.
0: They're the same girl to me. Yeah. 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 Uh
1: but yeah, it's so I feel like that's probably a whole other like behind the scenes how to How do, you know, presenters get picked? But, yeah, you know, speaking of people getting picked, uh, I I don't – I know that all of my – because I don't remember if we had nailed down our final predictions. Yeah. But I I did in an All Right, Mary episode, and all of my predictions came true. And that is not to gloat, but just to say that, like, in the meantime – uh, we had a couple of nice wins at the Oscars.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, as Countess Luann said to Bethany one time, "Well, look at you." <laughs> Don't <laughs> say "look at you." That's fucking rude. That's fucking rude. Um, <laughs> I I also we we did Oscar ballots, and I think I I got all the acting ones right, for sure. I definitely... I did win the Oscar ballot for everyone who's... Oh, wondering. congratulations. But by by a hair, though, my friend Tony, he... I think I got 16 right, and he got 15. And I... You know, some of the categories, I just didn't know what to choose. Uh, and, you know, I blame... I blame that, but... Um, when in
1: doubt, pick Dune, you know?
0: That's exactly what I did. I picked Dune for, like, every technical category. Yeah. I was like, they're gonna... They're gonna sweep this. Yeah.
1: Well, I... You know, I think... We can certainly start with, well, I, you know, we've already talked about Best Actor, so congratulations, well. Yes, that's well, true. That's true. Uh, yeah. Best Actress, I mean, I, stopped, I I have to admit, I still have not watched Eyes of Tammy Faye, but I am very excited to, and congratulations, Jessica.
0: Yes. I mean, unfortunately, this, this is in the last half of the show, post-slap, we'll say. Yes. P.S. Um... So there was that, um, but I I was excited for her. There's there's like a bit of me that like kind of forgot that she won because of all the stuff that was going on prior to it. But I'm I'm very glad. I'm happy to see it. And I saw this TikTok that I found so fascinating. It's um I think there's five total, and I hope that I can remember them. But it's also I think you'll be able to help five actresses that were in the Help have gone on to win. Academy Awards. Octavia Spencer won for the Help, uh-huh. and then I think I maybe next in line was Viola Davis for Fences, and then La La Land for Emma Stone, and then ooh, who else am I missing? Um, oh, Allison Janney yep. for I Tanya, mm-hmm. and now Jessica Chastain for Tammy Faye, and I think that's it's such a fun fact.
1: And what's fun about that is going into it that joins Sissy Spacek as a sixth Oscar winner in that movie. Of course, and I yes, isn't Cicely Tyson never won an Oscar? I don't think she has an honorary
0: Oscar, which oh, I, I mean, she should have. So won. that counts. I feel yeah. I feel like she does. Yeah, yeah. So that's- I'll look it up as we talk. Yeah, you.
1: that's seven Oscar winners in uh in The
0: Help. In that, so Bryce Dallas Howard, your time is coming.
1: Yeah, come on, Bryce. Now that I know that the difference between Bryce Dallas Howard and Jessica Chastain is one of them has an Oscar. That's how I know the difference.
0: So exactly. uh, Interesting
1: fact, you know, a nuance about the best actress race is that I don't know if this is like an official account, but my friend sent me uh, a link from Twitter from some Twitter account called Oscar clips. And I guess they, Mm. they post like the little clip that plays, you know, during, you know, the the nominations and the little kind of like you know here's what they show at the oscars you know what i'm talking about oh yeah uh and so they of course posted like olivia coleman's clip from the lost daughter so you know morgan's my lost daughter and apparently <laughs> yes. that is of all of the clips of all of the almost 400 clips that they've posted that is the most played clip they now have is Olivia <gasps> Coleman's from My Lost Daughter. And there's something wow. about that that just makes me so happy because it feels like it's a whole bunch of people who didn't want to watch that movie who are like, oh wow, she's really good in it.
0: Yeah, it was the moment where she said she ran away from her daughter. Yeah, yes. Right? Like yes. She, she left and came back and those big fat tears are welling up in her eyes. Yep, yep it's the moment, yeah.
1: So I thought that was like, you know, for actress sexuals, that's a win, you know?
0: Yeah, I do love that. That's good to know. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, it, thank
1: God it happened earlier in the night, but Queen Troy got uh, uh, Best Supporting Actor, and it was, uh, oh, my goodness. Talk about another moment who uh, that yes. we couldn't have go, predicted, go, go. and we were given as a gift. So, of course, the tradition of last year's Best Supporting Actress now giving out the Best Supporting Actor award, so Yoo Jung Yoon won last year for Minari. So there she was to present, and she is of course a goose. And Ugh. so she and and it's a great little moment where she she signs to him before she announces it to the audience, which is a really it's. There's so much Best Supporting Yoo Jung about this because she like mm-hmm. so she so he wins and then. Come you know, and it's the moment we've all kind of wanted to see if everyone's doing the deaf clap and all of that. And you know, I feel like some of the celebrities were like, "Oh, I hope I get caught on camera doing the deaf clap." You know what I mean?
0: I, <laughs> yes, like, there's something. Yeah, it's 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 like it's not cringy because it is obviously mm-hmm. the appropriate response. But something about watching Tyler Perry—that's the one.
1: <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. It's just
0: it's just like oh, I'm like I don't know why it makes me want to like hide under my covers. I don't know why. Oh, I didn't... What is that? I
1: didn't want to say his name, but that's
0: exactly the one. <laughs> or any of them. I almost said Nicole Kidman, but too. But that's like, the one. It was Tyler Perry. It is what, everyone should have been doing that, but for some reason... I just I just felt like I was like, we need to stop. I'm like, I don't know why. I don't know. In my memory,
1: he like looked right in the camera while he was doing it. And I was like, How <laughs> yeah, dare like, see? you see I'm doing yeah, it. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I watched a YouTube tutorial on how to do it. And so but you know, that's the that's the double sided <laughs> coin of Hollywood is it's both beautiful and disgusting. And yeah. So but then you know and it didn't like occur to me at first. I thought that she was being funny of like, "Oh here, I'll hold your Oscar while you
0: I know and I was like, "Oh, he needs to hold right. it." Right. I was
1: like, "What are you doing you?" And uh and then I, of course it occurred to me it was so that he could sign his speech. And uh, and I guess the idea is that she's probably supposed to step back out of the frame, but instead like as if she was his sign language teacher, she stood there holding the Oscar, looking up and watching him so enamored. And I was like, this is so fucking beautiful <laughs> so good. and so good and so funny, but it's working. It's like it it made it it added to the moment for some reason. And I and I and I justified it with like, you know, she kept the Oscar in the frame while he accepted it. You know what I mean? Yes.
0: I loved every bit of it. I was thinking of you the whole time and just like how much I still laugh, but like just giggle with glee. Really? Like, like like you said, it was a beautiful moment. And like, she just kind of, and I think, I mean, speaking of like something that they might've want to reconsider is, is that stage and the idea that like, there really wasn't a lot of room. Maybe they told them, like, once you give them the Oscar, like, get your ass off the stage. But, you know, who knows what was... Because I, I felt like someone was tugging at her. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it happened with, like, a couple other presenters as well. But she just was like, no, I'm, I'm going to stay here and... And then then I said the same thing that Daphne Kaczynski said, uh, because Amanda was in the group chat. Like, as soon as they walked off stage, she starts talking to him. Oh, yeah. And he, he, like, actually leans over to try to listen. And it's like, oh, but he can't hear you. But, like, I understand why she would have just naturally started talking to him, because that's just, you know, what humans do. So it was... It was super cute. Ugh.
1: I mean, it's I like it. that's that like performative little chit chat that everybody does when they walk off stage, whether or not I think they're actually talking. And But it was like, mm-hmm. oh, well, in this case, you, you wouldn't need to do that. But it was yeah, it was such like a it, it was similar to the Liza and Lady Gaga moment where like sure. I laughed, but I also found it very sweet and like. I was charmed by it, but there was also – there was a goosiness about it, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. I Same kind of energy, yeah. for sure.
1: Well, luckily, Earl – like, the very first award, so, you know, for the real, you know, best supporting actress sexuals, you could have gotten in and gotten out before anybody – had anybody's name in anybody's mouth.
0: That's true, yeah. Because
1: we got BSA first, and, you know, I'll say this. I think – I I think I would have had a lot of really good feelings if Kirsten Dunst won. I think it would have been... I think, you know, when they showed that clip of her during the nominee, the, you know, naming the nominees, I was like, oh, God, she was so good at that. Yeah. She really yeah. was so fucking good in The Power of the Dog. I, I definitely, like, it's a bummer that she's not going to have an Oscar for that, but I... It it made me really appreciate her as an actress, and I feel like that's just as worthy as an Oscar, you know?
0: Her starting with this first nomination, I feel like she's like, you know, the the Julianne Moore of our time or the Annette Benning, like this is when she's going to start raking them in. It's later in her career, but like she's so, there's more to come Mm. with Kirsten. There has to be. And I I can't wait to see that.
1: That's a good point that this is kind of like, she's on that trajectory of like, well, you're going to, you're going to accumulate a couple nominations. Now you're in that, that sphere and then you're going to win and it's going to be like
0: finally yeah her still Alice Oscar can't wait for
1: yes this. yes exactly her still Kirsten so uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah but I still waiting I guess is really what her story is but yeah uh, indeed Ariana DeBose won and gave such a good speech I almost felt like yeah. someone needed to say this is what you need to aim for you don't need to thank everybody, you just need to thank
0: Rita Moreno, you know? Yeah. Oh, uh, Rita Moreno with those feathers on her head. I loved oh my it. Oh god, yeah. And I we 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 talked about this like briefly. It's like I don't really know Ariana <laughs> obviously. But like uh you know, like her offstage or sort of off cam persona. Like there was something I saw, I think it was at the BAFTAs when she won, where she did this thing where she mouthed the words oh shit and then covered her mouth as if like she realized she said so, like said that it, it reminded me of like when Melissa Leo swore during her Oscar speech mm-hmm. but like she knew that she was gonna swear and she pretended to act surprised and I was like "Ugh!" of course that's no indicator of like anyone's personality but it just like I was like oh don't be I don't be that person you know right um but I ultimately was glad that she won you know there's the story of her and Rita playing the same role and they get to like post that on Instagram and pictures were beautiful. She looked beautiful. Speech was beautiful. And uh that's that. I'm <laughs> like that, as they say, is, is
1: that. that, yeah. You know, as you, when you were saying that about like the reaction, I thought, you know, there's a real compilation of like the best reactions to winning. Oh yeah. I think, and I, you might know, but I don't know if it was at the Golden Globes or the Oscars and I think it was for, it was for, Maybe it was for even for the Iron Lady, but it's when Meryl Streep does it, like, oh, for God's sakes, kind of reaction. Have you seen that GIF?
0: Yes, uh, of course. I I've love seen that. I hundred times. And she's like, oh. She's like, I could just hear 40 million people across the country saying, oh. Her. her, not again. And she's like, but anyway, and then everyone laughs.
1: It's so good. But I love when they announce her name and the, and she's just like, oh God, it's just, I, that is I think my favorite reaction. But uh, yeah, I I hear you, that like kind of, you know, feigned surprise. It's like, come on.
0: Yeah. Or just like swearing, but just, just commit to the shit. Oh like, yeah. Say, oh shit. And then don't put your hand over. Her. I would have loved that. Right, right. Um, Now I'm thinking in my mind of like the best reactions, like Glenn Close winning for The Wife, Anne Dowd winning her Emmy for Handmaid's Tale, Sandra Oh winning her Golden Globe. Like Mm. it's just great. Like a truly shocked moment. I love those.
1: So maybe that'll be like a a best supporting after show feature that we could do sometime. Ooh, love that. The best reactions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'm going to have to do a lot of research, but... (laughs) <laughs> I feel like you have a, a list already that you could point me in a direction. Yeah, I don't even have to watch yeah, anything. You, I just know. You may actually curate this episode and then I'll watch the clips. <laughs> I, I'll just make a top 10 and you just listen exactly, to me. Exactly. That's fine. I that yeah, educate me. Yeah. It's uh, good stuff. And so, you know, I think it all, all that to be said, you know, it I was I was surprised at how confident everyone was that Kodo was going to win best picture. And of course, then by the time it happened, I mean, it was like, oh, that's great. But it was like, oh, we have been through so much at this point. You guys, I don't know. It's great, but I'm it's I'm tired. This whole thing happened before. I I don't know. Like I was excited, but I think I didn't have enough like sparkles left to like really have the moment of like exhilaration that I thought I was going to have. Does that make sense?
0: Nope, I 100% get that. I think at that point, too, it's like I was on Twitter more than I was watching the right. show. And I was like, and then I came back. I was like, okay, we got Lady Gaga and we have Liza. You have my attention. And, but also, <laughs> I mean, my opening line of just how unlike, it was so anticlimactic the way that she announced the winner. Oh my it was, God. She's like, oh, she's like, okay, Coda. Yeah. As opposed to, coda like a pause we just needed a pause but i was like Ugh, it's perfect i love the she's steamrolled through it it was it was amazing
1: i i should say that as much as i i didn't have as much and as many sparkles as i thought i would for coda winning i think it's because all of them all of them were for liza and gaga because that moment i mean all of it leading up to it. you know they they wheel Liza out and i was like oh i don't i i don't know if this is a good idea you guys like let's Let's make sure she's still got dignity, you know. And then Gaga, like, because she comes out and she's like, oh, she's a little fumbling with the cards. And I was like, oh, no, don't do this. And I just am so impressed in just a human way, not a celebrity way or a Gaga-praising way, just in, like, one human being to another of, like, of how she was like, oh, I got you, don't worry, and didn't miss a beat on live television in front of a huge audience and millions of people watching. I thought, wow, that's... That is some impressive, like, maneuvering of a potentially tricky situation. And at no point did it seem like she was condescending to Eliza or was, like, Mm -hmm. babying her. She just – I was just really – I was like, fuck, that was – that was really cool. That was a nice human moment at an otherwise very fake event, you know?
0: Yeah, I think really the moment besides her saying, like, I got you, was her grabbing – uh, Liza's hand, because like you can probably obviously there's probably a script that was written, but that very soon went out the window. It's like yeah. they just did like the Cliff's Notes. They're like we're gonna get through this, we're gonna take our time, and I think Gaga's first line of she's like, well you all know that I love working with, and I I think Liza's like she's shuffling her papers and she's like a little frazzled. And then she, like, takes Liza's hand and says, like, you all know how I love working with legends. Mm -hmm. And she kind of just pauses and, like, calms her down. It was so beautiful. Yeah. And she's like, see that? They love you. Like, I felt like all of that was just, like, throw the stage. She's like, my baby. Yeah,
1: it was so great. And then, and there was that part where then, like, you could hear Liza going, now? Now? Should I go now? Like, it was just so sweet. And, like. It really was. But then. Yes, she gives her the card to open it. And I the way I've been seeing it is that like Liza I think maybe I texted you this that she's like an old secretary at a dentist's office. And I just see her with yes. like glasses on the bridge of her nose and she's looking at your yeah. forms and she's like, Uh, okay, coda. And it's just it's as if the, as if a nurse was saying, uh, okay, Colon Drucker. Like that would be what the nurse would say, you know? And yes. just I I I was howling by myself in my apartment i was laughing so hard and it was just it wasn't of course laughing at like liza being dumb it was just like it was adorable and it was yeah it was so funny and i i feel like i've recently started to appreciate like oh yeah liza's great like i've you know i'm starting to do the research and i i felt like it was it was a very charming moment but yeah the way she goes uh, okay, Coda. It just—it was like she was announcing who was yep. next at the DMV. Heavenly,
0: so good. Yeah, it's like almost like she's like she was practicing it in her head to say "Okay, Coda," and then like look up and say "Coda." Right. <laughs> she like right, already right. said it. Right. She's like, did I say that out loud? Right. <laughs> it was like one of those moments. Yeah. Uh, it was uh. so...
1: so but indeed i mean so maybe that overshadowed coda actually winning was the announcement of it it's kind of like i remember elizabeth taylor announcing that gladiator won the golden globe more than i remember that gladiator won the golden globe you know
0: yeah of course so i mean true it 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 didn't feel chaotic but I, i i did love that we didn't quite know where it was going but like you said it's, it's, we were under the careful watch of Lady Gaga and that, that comforted me in that moment. It really did make me relax. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. she's got it. Yeah. It's fine.
1: I think that, like, in terms of after the Oscars, like, if, if you were to do some kind of meter of like, where are people's, you know, like, where are they ranking now? Like, her, she went up like 120% and Will Smith, I think, oh. went down a bit, you know, like, yes. she came out of it looking real good, you know?
0: Absolutely. As she should.
1: Yeah, yeah. I got I have nothing against her. I think she's great and eventually she'll get her Oscar too, you know. She's also on that yeah. journey. She's kinda like it's like Cher, you know, Cher got nominated for Mask, she got nominated for Silkwood. It's like eventually she got it for Moonlight, you know?
0: yeah I mean technically if I'm if I'm gonna be that guy she already does have her Oscar but not for acting not for acting think, is what you were, yes yeah, yeah, yes
1: yeah. I know she's got her for the song for the
0: yeah the... don't write us letters okay yeah
1: yeah exactly okay <laughs> all right um I won't read them okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I mean and that's the Oscars that is you know it's, it all led up to this all the predictions all of the you know um the the shortlists and the hopes and the dreams and the and doubt for
0: mass not being nominated. It's over. The clock has been reset. Yeah. I I did want to mention really quick that I loved Rosie Perez. She was another BSA of this ceremony. I love when she like, who did she hit? She's like, she's like, (laughs) she's like, that's you. And she like smacked the guy. Leslie Snipes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was so funny. And so like real, sort of rosy in the moment I she looked great I'm glad that she got a little bit of a spotlight
1: yeah and she'll be back for season two of The Flight Attendant which is coming out soon yes, so can't wait yeah well it wouldn't be an Oscars episode if we weren't played off Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I hate to say it but the orchestra has kicked in Kevin Costner went on too long and so now oh, that was good
0: <laughs> thank you Kevin that was very thank dramatic thank you Kevin
1: that was very dramatic thank you
0: Jane for that Leah that was almost my opening line but I'm so glad you squeezed it in there yes yeah.
1: thank you Jane for bringing comfort and shade to the Oscars uh, <laughs> it was perfect but you know in the meantime where can folks find more of you
0: uh, they can find me on my other podcast, The Good Vanilla, which is back this week. I'm I'm ready to start. I took, like, three weeks off, so it feels good to be back. And um, they can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, at Nick Kochanov. How about you?
1: Well, you can find more of me on my other two podcasts, whether they be All Right, Mary, where we're currently covering Season 14 of Drag Race, or, in the details, A Celebration of Nuance, where there will be a new episode coming right around the riverbend. Just keep swimming. I nice. uh, you know, keep saying it. It's going to happen. But it will. it will. And, you know, it's best to. It happens when you don't expect it. So, uh, you'll find me on Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore and even Twitter at Colin Drucker. But more importantly, you'll find more of us in a best supporting capacity on Instagram at All Right Mary. Nope. Oh, whoops.
0: <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire at Bridges <laughs> at BSA Pod. <laughs> <laughs> or you can send us an email at thebsapod at gmail.com and
1: keep your peepers peeled because we have even more to discuss in the best supporting after show uh, including some nifty nominations or nope the fun assignments I don't know what I'm saying let's start that over again including some <laughs> some fun assignments to catch up on some BSA's of the week probably see Real Housewives talk and so if that's appealing to you sure. you should join us at patreon.com bsapod Yeah, yeah, (laughs) and that, as they
0: say, is that.